he'll make it all right. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you again for a new day. Matter of fact, Lord, a new year. and This first Sunday of 2024, where we come praising you and lifting your name for helping us make it through 23. And though we look back, over this past year, previous year, Lord, and we hope to be stronger, get better, uh, become more influential in the gospel, Lord, as we pray more and read our Bibles more and be more dedicated to you for everything that we have. Lord, we owe you uh, all that we have, for without you we would not be blessed. Oh, God, we love you. We thank you, Lord. Heal our minds and our hearts, Lord, and fix our spirits and make sure we appreciate, be grateful. All the things you've done. Bless this weak, feeble server that I am, oh God. Give me uh, grace and power from on high to say a word to be a help to someone in this new year, this first Sunday, January 2024. I let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name, we pray it all. Amen. Happy New Year to everyone under the sound of my voice. Uh, hope you're having a great weeks thus far in the first year of the new year, the first weeks of the new year, and uh, we're praying God blesses be upon you. Um, last Sunday, last year, I uh, gave you the text for this morning, 1 Corinthians 15, uh, verse 56 through 58, and that, that'll be where we lay our, uh, plan our tempos this morning uh, for our sermon a sermonic notes rather for this few minutes with Pastor Mac podcast. Thank you again for those who listen, download, and hope we share a few minutes of of um, good time in the Lord for you. Uh, if you do it daily or uh, listen once a week, or you let them stack up and may listen to some consecutive, uh, we hope that they're a blessing for you and to you. Uh, may God uses you for the kingdom more and you be enhanced. First uh, Corinthians fifteen fifty six through fifty eight. Uh, next week we begin, and um, this is the last sermon for this series, "Faithful in Praise." I closed out last Sunday, and I'm gonna begin this year in praise. Uh, it's thought to be uh, applicable for the new year, uh, but we'll be starting a new sermon, uh, sermon series on next Sunday, and uh, that text, first text for that next Sunday, Lord says the same. 
Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Uh, we have a new church theme for the year and a new church motto for the year as well. And uh, we'll give that next Sunday as well. But the text, Matthew 6, 33, uh, as Papa CBT Smith would say, never often read, but familiar. Uh, I'm sorry, never familiar, but often read uh, text. And uh, it means you may read it and get some, glean something new every time you read a certain scripture in the Bible. So uh, very um, often read scripture there, Matthew 6, 33. First Corinthians fifteen fifty six through fifty eight. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We ask you to follow along. Um, Paul writes this to the church at Corinthians, his first letter: "The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling, or some translates abounding." in the Lord's work because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I just want to tie this sermonic notes this morning. Uh, this podcast a few minutes with Pastor Mag this first Sunday of 2024. Hey, church, I choose victory. Hey, church, I choose victory. There was a little boy one day and a bully was harassing him. Every day he went to school and the bully would beat him up. Some of his friends were telling him what to do. They gave him a lot of different advice. They told him to try another route home, but the bully found out about the route and still beat him up. Another person suggested that the little boy carry a stick. He carried a stick, but the little the bully caught up with the little boy, took the stick, and then beat him with it. Everything the boy tried to get rid of the bully did not work. One day he was walking to school terrified. Out jumped the bully with his fist clenched and getting ready to pounce on the boy. The youngster beckoned the bully and said, Come on. I'm ready. The bully couldn't believe this young man all of a sudden got some guts. Come on, come on, you bully. I'll take you right now. Uh, aggravated, the bully started toward the boy intending to pummel, pummel him. And all of a sudden, out stepped the boy's father from behind the, the bush. He was 16 and 275. And the bully looked up in shock and uttered, oh, no. See, the closer you are to the father, the closer you are to your daddy, the more the bully called the enemy will have to leave you alone. If your daddy is staying home because you don't want to be close to him, don't be surprised if the enemy wears you out day in and day out. Here we are in 2024, and the stories for some of us coming out of 2023 is that the enemy bullied some into getting distracted, bullied others into giving up prayer time and reading the word and sharing the gospel. I don't know about some in this room this morning, but the bully uh, has conjured up a plan 
to get us off task and not focus on the Lord. But this morning and this at this time and this juncture in in whatever plan of God you in, this is a new year. And a new year means a fresh start. A new year means that first I made it through 23 and now in 24, the best is yet to come. The same God who kept me through 23, he's going to keep me in 24. In 24, he's going to turn this thing around for me. All the hurt and all the pain, all the heartaches and heartbreaks, all the emotional turmoil, the physical strain and mental anguish, and you get it. But in 24, I have the victory. I claim victory. And while I wait patiently on my change to come, I'll be ever praising and praying to the Lord. While I'm in my victory, waiting on God to turn around. Paul this morning writes the epistle to accomplish at least two things to the church. First, correction. The Corinthian church was full of carnality, meaning they were still sinning. They were saved believers, but still carnal-minded and thinking it was all right. And then secondly, instruction. The Corinthian church was full of questions. They never get messed up with doctrinal um Malfeasance. Never, never get up. Never, never let your doctrine, what you know to be true, be changed by somebody or something that comes along uh, with some hocus pocus uh, thing and messes up your doctrine, your theology, what you believe. And if it's not Bible anyway, you shouldn't believe it anyway. But the church was full of questions. It seems that in chapter fifteen, Paul begins offering exhortation to be faithful to the Lord. And his work and culminates with verse 58. Paul's writing off with hope to the followers of Christ. Hope that the world does not have. Victory the world can't claim. I choose victory. You got in your mind right now. You got to put down what happened last year. We got to look forward to what God is going to do for us. We're going to claim that victory. We're going to claim that power. Well, first look at verse 56. Victory in my beliefs. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. And human death is the direct result of sin. Death spreads to all men because of all sin. In Romans 5 and 12, sin is the bringer of death. Power of sin comes from the law. And, and, and we just celebrated Christmas, but uh, Jesus came to be born to break the law. So that the law would no longer be held against us for our sin. Both the law of Moses given to Israel and also to the nature of humanity to rebel against God that revealed itself for the first time when Adam and Eve sinned against God's command in a garden way back in Genesis. Huh. That's the beginning right there. That's, that's what put us in the predicament we're in. That's why Jesus had to be born. We celebrated a few uh, weeks ago, Christmas, Jesus had to be born to break the hold of sin, the law. Moses said, and what the law said, the law uh, is not that the law creates sin in us and people. The law reveals sin by demonstrating that humans are not capable of obeying God. Our nature to sin and rebel is our disobedience to the commands of God. Oh, brothers and sisters, that, that's basically what we're feeding into our minds each day is that disobedience breeds disservice 
which brings no blessing from God. Some of us want to understand how we're not being blessed, and I don't have time to go to that to delve deeply into that, but uh, your obedience brings deliverance. But your sin keeps disobedience at the forefront, and you can't be disobedient trying to serve God. <laughs> but our belief in Jesus Christ breaks the power of the law. Therefore, it gives us power over sin if you want it. I told you a couple of Sundays ago about people talking about God knows my heart. Well, that's just you, you try to get a carte blanche to sin. And you say you're a Christian. You can't serve two masters. You got to choose one. You either saved and redeemed or you want to still be out in the world. Oh, my brothers and sisters, a lot of folk live as disbelievers because their life doesn't match up to the gift, which is Jesus Christ. Simply put, now some folk ain't saved. That's why I don't, I don't struggle. I ask people they say before we do any prayer. I know what kind of prayer to pray. A lot of folk want prayer, but they don't believe in the giver of the answer to the prayer. <laughs> Preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. They want, they want people to pray, want the preacher to pray for them. But they have unbelief because your first belief is to believe in Jesus Christ. Therefore, my life reflects what I believe. So if I'm praying, I'm not praying as if I don't know Christ. I'm praying as if I'm living for Christ day in and day out. So the only prayer I can pray if I'm praying, if I'm not a believer is the prayer of repentance. But if I'm sinning while I'm, I'm living and being redeemed by the blood, I need to be praying and asking God for forgiveness. <laughs> we want all the trappings of being blessed without the work of being in labor for the Lord. <laughs> so, so victory in my beliefs. I got to believe. I got to believe. I got to believe that Jesus breaks the law of sin, which has no longer hold on me because I am a believer. I believe. And then secondly, victory in my faith. Verse 57, but thanks be to God, look at his gratefulness there, who gives us the victory. We are victors through our Lord Jesus Christ. And there's the victor, Jesus Christ. I got to have victory in my faith. Paul elicits a grateful spirit because of a given victory with a guaranteed victor. Because of Jesus, we may lose some battles, but we have won the war. <laughs> it's a fixed fight. Jesus already won the title already. I told you the time. When I, I, it broke my heart, I found out wrestling was fake. They had already scripted the winners and losers, the heels, as they call them, the bad guys. And they, you knew, they knew week in, week out. I thought it was good, uh, good showmanship. They go see a, a real wrestling man. But no, they already had it scripted. Broke my heart. When they won the championship, it was already scripted. Broke my little heart. That's the same way we are with Christ. We already know who won. It's been scripted in the word of God. It's already written in the Bible, the holy book, the charisma. Who wins this thing? So we ought to thank God for everything because we have the victory. Praise God for everything because we have the victory. God sometimes allows difficulties in our lives in order to increase patience and strengthen my faith. That's how eagles fly into a storm and use the wind and the storm to rise above. The pressure of the storm is used to help them glide without using their energy as their wings are uniquely designed and allows them to lock into a fixed position amid 
the violent storm wind. That's the way we are saying we can get in the storm because we don't need to use our power. <laughs> we can use the power of God. Everything we go through has been purposely and uniquely designed just for you and your faith. He's just adjusting your faith a little bit. Well, you may be lacking in some things. He, he's adjusting the faith. He, he, well, you may be thinking you short, you, uh, you underachiever, you short. He's adjusting your faith. He's trying to keep you going by putting you through some stuff. We should thank God for everything. Thank God through everything. Thank God with everything. We have breath to praise God with. We have talents to praise God with. At least you have one. We have treasure to praise God with. Your offerings and grace given. We have time to praise God with our fellowship and witness. And we ought to be giving it every chance we get. Praising God for the victory. For the victory that we didn't even have to deal with. We didn't have to do anything. He gave it to us unconditionally. And then lastly. Victory in my declaration. At verse 58, Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast and movable, always excelling in the Lord's work, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And I just shake my head when people back away from God, and it can destroy the church. Often people can get discovered and distracted with the troubles of life, or perhaps troubles in the church, and begin to back away. Cease to be faithful in their church attendance. When they come to church, they seem to be bored or disinterested. They begin to isolate themselves from other members and any involvement with the ministry of the church. They have allowed discouragement to defeat them, so they back away. And however, isolation is not the answer. Integration is the answer. The need to share your burden with other believers. Trustably, now some folks just want to be in your business. But you can talk to your pastor. I, I've also I put that out. Talk to your pastor. I've shown myself trustworthy and, and Helen's stuff been pastor for a minute now. And people ought to want to be better, not not worse than the position they're in. Get, get some good counsel. Get somebody who's going to pray with you. Some folks want to live the way they want to live now. Looking to God, they want to live for God for what he's going to do in the future. You may not make it to the future. You don't know what God, you better live for God in the present. The old folks said serving the Lord will pay off after a while. And it doesn't matter if you get the praise or the encouragement. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. But all I know is that serving the Lord, working for the Lord will pay off <laughs> after a while. I can hear my grandmother saying that, singing that song, praising the Lord, serving the Lord will pay off. After a while, come on, 24, let's get this thing going in the name of the Lord. Let us go ahead and make a declaration today for this year, 2024, that I will praise him through all circumstances. I will make a declaration for this year of 2024 that I will serve the Lord. You don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. You can't tell it like I can tell it what the Lord has done for me. And you ask me how I know he lives. Well, he lives within my heart. 
He's been there the whole time. I, when I felt lonely, he was there. When I felt turned away, he was there. Whatever you need, he can supply. Go ahead, choose victory this year. Don't let the haters get you down. Don't let them distract you from serving the Lord. Hey, church. I choose victory, and how do I know he lives, and I have victory well on a Friday night. They marched him up Calvary's hill, nailed him to an old rugged cross, riveted his side, pierced him in his head, and he hung his head and died, stayed in the grave all night Friday night, stayed in the grave all day Saturday and Saturday night, but early Sunday morning, he rose from the grave with all power in his hands, and he's ready to give us the power. The victory isn't ours. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. And if I keep on claiming the Lord, because he promised in his word that he wouldn't deliver us, he would take care of us, never leave us nor forsake us. I can't help myself but getting happy in my spirit every time I think of the goodness of the Lord and all that he's done for me, my soul catches on fire and won't he do it uh, fix your burdens uh, lift your head uh, mend your heart uh, say yes invitation is extended now if you don't know jesus and the pardon of your sins if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer jesus i need you in my life i believe you died and rose again on the third day, I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A, B, C, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org, or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life we look forward to hearing from you Thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it out.